0: We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It still gives us the life. Live.
2: The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. Welcome to Real Presence Radio. We're broadcasting today from the Pius Twelfth Newman Center in Brookings, South Dakota. I'm Teresa Curley, and I'm here with Dylan Reinhart. Good morning, Dylan.
1: Good morning. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me.
2: Thanks so Thanks so much for coming <laughs> Absolutely. on. Um, so Dylan's going to be a regular co-host of uh, every month on the fourth, second Friday. Second Friday. I'm already getting my yes. dates mixed up. <laughs> it's been a long morning. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to be broadcasting every month from the Newman Center here in Brookings. And... Dylan, what's the theme for this show?
1: Yeah, the theme for this show, um, jumping in, just getting everyone kind of familiar with what's going on at the Newman Center. Um, I'm going to be talking a little bit about focus and what we do here as the Fellowship of Catholic University students, and we have two students that are going to be joining us today to talk about their involvement on campus, their involvement with focus, and getting that perspective from the students' view here on campus, and in the future, hoping to get maybe a couple of the missionaries in here to give testimonies, students to come in and just be able to fill people in on what's truly going on in the college campus Mm. the blessings the gifts the things that are happening that are good and also the struggles that are on the college campus when we're trying to live out our faith and share that with others so yeah
2: I'm super excited for that. There's a lot of life, um, just like our, I feel like our generation is Mm. bringing a lot of life into the church, and it's really cool to celebrate that and put the emphasis on that.
1: Amen. It blows my mind every time that I see college students like 18 to 21 years old, like wanting to get involved in their faith. We were just up in Bismarck, North Dakota this last weekend at the SEEK conference. We had like 90 students go to this conference to jump on a bus for a weekend in the middle of school with final or with tests and everything going on. And go and just get away for a weekend to be with Jesus, to grow deeper. And there were about 700 students in general that were there throughout the Dakotas, which is pretty cool.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. Well, we're going to talk about that a bit more later on. But first, would you mind starting us out with a prayer?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, and enlighten our hearts, enlighten our minds. Come, Holy Spirit, and teach us how to pray. Stir up in our hearts the graces of our baptisms. Lord Jesus, I thank you and I praise you for this morning. I thank you and I praise you for this opportunity to glorify your name. Lord, I ask that you would just bring your presence out into all of the hearts, into all of the minds, into all of the souls that are listening here this morning. Lord, that you would guide our conversation here to glorify you. Um, And Lord, that you would allow us to be free in your spirit, to not overthink but to just live with you right here and right now in this present moment. Lord, we just offer up to you all the intentions that we hold in the silence of our heart. Mother Mary, we entrust this time into your just immaculate hands and into your immaculate heart. Uh, St. Joseph, we ask for your intercession. And all of our guardian angels across the Dakotas, we ask for your intercessions. And we ask this all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
2: Awesome. Thank you.
1: Absolutely.
2: All right, so Dylan who are you yeah yeah you share with the listeners a little bit about who you are and
1: absolutely brief introduction to me Uh, my name is Dylan Reinhart I'm originally from Lincoln Nebraska Um, I went to school at Lincoln North Star in high school went to a small state school called Peru State College not to be confused with the country Um, a lot of people ask me oh is that in the country Peru I'm like no and then I go on a mission trip on my second year with folks and like oh I'm going to Peru like oh Nebraska like guys what's going on here (laughs) so from Lincoln Nebraska born and raised um yeah i've been serving with focus now this is my fifth year right now um so with focus every focus missionary has graduated and has a degree in college so my degree in my undergrad was in biology and exercise science Was originally planning to go into public health. um, Was in between that and focus when I graduated, and really felt that strong pull to become a missionary, which is really beautiful. So, have two sisters: an older sister who's three years older, a younger sister who's eight years younger than me. Uh, Me and my little sister are best friends, um, most definitely. And yeah, come from a family where growing up, my dad. Wasn't a practicing Catholic. Mom was a practicing, practicing Catholic, um, and my dad actually just got baptized, confirmed into the faith about seven years ago during my process of reversion back into the faith, too. Just so a little brief synopsis. I'm a very passionate individual, so I could go on and on and on about the things that I love to do, but uh, for a different time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, we'll have to... We'll have to get you freestyling.
1: Oh, yeah. That's another thing that I do like to do. I love music. I love getting people incorporated in. People think it's kind of funny because I'm like, yeah, I like rapping. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, no, really. Like, I love to rap. And it's actually a form of prayer. When I was in college, um, I remember one time I like have a lot of chronic health issues that started, and it's a big part of my conversion. Um, got really sick with Lyme disease back in college. And I remember before that, I was living a pretty... like typical college life like the party scene all of these things I was listening to really bad music and when I started to like come into this conversion process I'm like I can't listen to this music that I used to listen to and I was sad cause I'm like but I really like hip-hop like I love it and then one day I was just hanging out in my house and I was feeling like just kind of down and everything and I turned on an instrumental beat and I just looked at the crucifix and started rapping I'm like oh uh-huh. I can rap. This is fun. So it's been a big part of my life and a big part of my prayer life for the past like seven years or so, which is a very interesting thing, but awesome at the same time.
2: That's awesome. I bet it's a really great way to connect. with. Oh, it is. It is. Yes. Um, So could you just kind of touch on... Like make the bridge between your reversion to the faith and what brought you to focus.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, um, I was born and raised in Lincoln, Nebraska. Went to a small state school that was about an hour and a half away from Lincoln. Um, Back in about 2014, 2015, um, yeah, I started coming back into the faith Through that, I got involved at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln's Newman Center. Um, And I was hanging out there one day after I went on this retreat that's called Koininia, which is like a community retreat that the Newman Center puts on. And yeah, I found a great community at the Newman Center. So I'd go in, I'd hang out with the people, and one day, ironically enough, I was sitting there and one of the people was like, hey, I heard that you can rap. You should rap for us. I'm like, oh, Lord, have mercy. (laughs) So like, I'm sitting there and turn on an instrumental beat in front of like 10 people I've never met before. I'm like, why am I always in these awkward situations, Lord? I do it, and it was cool. The Holy Spirit was there. like The words were coming out, and this girl just goes, hey, you need to meet one of the focus missionaries. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like, what's a focus missionary? You know, And I go in, and I talk to this guy whose name was Luke Miller. Um, and God bless his soul, now that I'm a missionary, I understand how tired he had to have been, because it's like 9.30 at night. <laughs> and he's sitting in the Newman Center, and I walk, and he's like, oh, hey, man, what's up? And like through that conversation, he invited me on a retreat called Holy Spirit Boot Camp, which Mm -hmm. is a retreat that is centered around getting to know who the Holy Spirit is as a person, like learning about the Holy Spirit, going through some catechesis about the Holy Spirit, and then spending a significant amount of time in prayer and adoration, asking one for healing so he can be healed in order to receive the Holy Spirit, and then like praying through the charismatic gifts of the Holy Spirit. Um, So going through that retreat. Went on that retreat just really open-hearted, open-minded. And like on that retreat, I experienced in about three minutes of intercessory prayer, like hand-on-shoulder intercession um, with the priest that was there at that time, I experienced more healing in that three minutes physically than I had in over three years of treatment for Lyme disease. And it was just like a love that was so deep that it literally like... In my soul being healed through confession, through like prayer, like bubbled over and my physical body was like following that, which was really cool. So after I was on that retreat, I'm like, well, like focus is pretty cool. Like I want to be doing this and that's how I got involved, um, at first, and then got involved with the men's community. There was a men's group that met on Saturday mornings in Lincoln. I was hanging out with them, and one of the guys just said, Hey, Dylan, like, have you ever thought about applying for Focus? I'm like, no, I haven't. I've kind of got my life figured out over here, but I started to apply anyway. And yeah, as I was applying, as I was praying through that, I just felt that call to to dive deep into mission and do it full-time.
2: Wow. And how long have you been doing this for? Yeah,
1: this is my fifth year this year. Wow. My fifth year, oh, first that. two years, I served at Wayne State College, and this is my third year as the team director here at uh, South Dakota State University. So,
2: awesome. Do you love it?
1: Yeah. Oh, I love I love this town. I love this campus. I just uh, honestly love mission in general, right? And when I was in college, I didn't have focus on my campus. So when I started coming alive in my faith, I was just reading scripture. I was going to mass every day. I was praying every day. I just had the urge to go out and talk to people mm-hmm. and to share, like, what was bringing me joy and my healing. And that's how I had an impact. And then I'm like, well, how can I do this? How can I do this for a full-time job? And focus, like, really fit that model. And through them, like, I don't know, the formation that I've received is top-notch, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the formation we get through our summer training, through our experience on campus is, is amazing. So, yeah. Sure.
2: So I'm sure a lot of our listeners are kind of familiar with FOCUS, Mm. but for those who aren't, can you just tell us what FOCUS is? Yeah, absolutely.
1: So FOCUS stands for the Fellowship of Catholic University Students, um, and we are out at 205 different locations throughout the U.S. and different countries, um, have around 800 missionaries serving throughout the country. Um, so our goal and our job with Focus is literally to bring the new evangelization out onto the college campus, mm-hmm. right? St. John Paul II talked about the need where everybody, like a lot of people have heard about Jesus, but not many people know Jesus, mm-hmm. Right. So what we're doing here in a very simple way is we're working to bring Jesus and the person of Jesus out onto campus and give students an opportunity to enter into a relationship with him, to grow deep in his heart, to hear his call to the great commission and to take that out onto campus and to teach others to do the same. Um, really following the model that Jesus set in his discipleship of investing in the few so as to reach the many, um, which is really cool and how we do that here on campus Um, we have students that have stepped up into leadership that we call discipleship. We're walking together in discipleship with Jesus, knowing that Jesus is the one leading us. Mm -hmm. Um, that's one that we really want to clarify because sometimes like, Oh, the missionary is discipling me like, no, we're in discipleship together because I'm also being discipled (laughs) and I learned from you just as much as you're learning from me. Um, so we do that. And then we also encourage students to lead Bible studies. Um, very much so convicted that small group Bible studies lead to like really great discipleship, right? Like we invest in that group of people, bring them into an encounter with Christ and see what they want to do. Give them the option to accept the gospel and to accept that call to go out onto mission. Um, other things that we do, we put on events, right? Like we'll do some men's and women's nights. We'll hang out at the Newman Center. We'll get involved here. We try to like do Newman Center events with the Newman students and then also invite them out onto campus to learn how to like actually like make the impact they desire to have in the name of Jesus on campus. Um, Yeah, any questions from that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot there. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, But, okay, so I think you kind of have a unique perspective Mm. of being on a secular campus, like while you're still searching and going through all these things, and now you've been here, you've been with Focus for five years. Mm. So what kind of differences do you see being on a secular campus with and without Focus?
1: Yeah, Um, direction. Direction, direction, direction is a huge one, right? When I was on campus without focus on the secular campus, there was no Catholic club. And I had to just take initiative and get a Catholic club going. So I was like doing things and following the promptings of the Holy Spirit but I did not have any formation. Like Mm -hmm. I had no idea how to actually lead a Bible study. Like Bible study was just getting together and talking with each other. Like it was great. And we were building friendship, but were we actually diving deep into the heart of Christ? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so here having focus on the campus is really great because it does provide some direction formation and how we can actually like enter into this relationship with Christ, how we can take that out onto campus. Um, sometimes that, can get in the way because sometimes people become dependent on focus in order to like actually do their faith right focus is great i love it on the campus but i really desire for students to recognize you know like focus is a resource in order to learn how to like live in relationship with christ it's a resource to know how to go out into discipleship and to evangelize but all in the context of lifelong mission Mm -hmm. right like students are going to graduate there's not going to be a focus missionary in their house when they graduate there's not going to be a focus missionary at most parishes so to set them up with the tools necessary to actually go out and to make that impact on campus is huge which I didn't have when I was in college. And I firmly believe if focus would have been on my campus, I would have been able to do a lot more, like yeah. a lot more. And it would have been more organized and I wouldn't have been as like stressed out. Cause I was just kind of going everywhere, doing whatever, you know, go, okay, hey, Jesus, I'm going to go sit in the library and pray a rosary and talk to every single person <laughs> that walks by me, you know, right. where with focus like, Hey, invite those people to a Bible study and mm-hmm. then you can make an impact. So, it is cool there 's like pros and cons of both, but like having focus on a campus is one of the most indisposable things that I feel like we can have, especially the secular campus where our hearts are getting pulled in multiple directions right there 's party culture there 's hookup culture there 's this over busyness culture and to allow students an opportunity. To, like, take a step aside, to spend an hour in a Bible study, to spend an hour in mentorship and discipleship. Like, we present those opportunities and give them a chance to say yes to go deeper into the heart of Christ, which is really beautiful and really cool to, like, see on campus.
2: That's awesome. I bet especially to be able to intentionally walk with those relationships Mm. and see the growth. Mm the whole time that they're there. Amen. All right. Well, we need to take a quick break, but when we come back, let's continue this conversation about Absolutely. Focus and focus on what's happening on the campuses.
1: <laughs> awesome. All Thank right, you hang, very much.
2: Hang with us over the break.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
2: Do you Hi, I'm Carrie Du, the Executive Director of Riverview Place in Fargo. The blessing of our foundation built on faith and our sense of fellowship strengthens our sense of safety, security, and community. This is what the region has come to rely on at Riverview Place for the past 35 years. We'd love to have you join us. Call 701-237-4700 to set up a tour today or check us out at homeishere.org.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live now. Back to more inspirational and uplifting stories, and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area, heard right here on the RPR Network.
2: And welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley, and we're chatting with Dylan Reinhardt about the experience of being a focus missionary and what focus is, and etc.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> everything under the sun.
2: Yeah, get yeah, me talking. We'll there. be going for a while. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thanks for. Um, rejoining us after the break, um, and Dylan, I just wanted to ask you about what impact has working with Focus left on you? Mm. Like, and that's kind of a loaded question, but yeah,
1: that's a that's a really good question. Who, and start tearing up thinking about that? Yeah, the impact that it's had on me. Um, one of the most inspiring things to me is that there's students that are. 18 years old that come into college moving away from mom and dad and have the option, right? They have the choice to keep continuing their faith or to just enter into what the culture says is going to be satisfying. Um, And I chose the culture when I came into college, right? So to see 18 year old students coming in and like getting involved, going to mass, wanting to like actually live out the faith and practice virtue like that blows my mind and that's been one of the biggest inspirations and like models for myself because there's still times as a missionary right we're not perfect humans we struggle we sin we have like imperfections and one of the things that helps keep me like actually centered in desiring virtue is seeing like all these young souls coming in and giving their heart to christ um And just the honesty and the depth of relationship that happens on mission, right? Mm. Like there's a couple men and women that I know that are best friends now, right? Like back when I was at Wayne and here I have some friends that are like forming into good lifelong friendships where like there were struggles at times, but the most beautiful times when we were like really human together and they're like, Dylan, I'm struggling with this. And they invited me into that and I was able to invite them into my struggles and like yeah, sometimes it's easy to let it get into this, oh, I'm discipling you, and we're in discipleship, and X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. and then you, like, get to that point where it's, like, natural, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're actually sharing hearts with each other in Christ. Um, so the deepest impact for me is just, like, the inspiration that comes from working with college students. A lot of the times they perceive that us missionaries are, like, perfect, holy, high, and mighty, you know, Um and I don't think they recognize that they actually have a profound impact on us missionaries. And every day, I feel like I learned something from a student. I learned something from what they're doing, even though their perception is that they're not teaching us anything, and we're the ones who are always teaching them. So, yeah.
2: That's beautiful. Mm. That reminds me of a quote from a book, and just like to paraphrase the quote, it's, mm. well, it's essentially what you yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you enter into a relationship with a lonely or suffering person, mm. you think that you're going to fix them and really Mm. you're being healed yourself just Mm. by that relationship and growing together. Amen. So super awesome. Super awesome. So could you share some stories or just like things you've witnessed or I don't know, encounters you've had with students, like any, anything you can,
1: yeah, sure. absolutely, absolutely. Some encounters with students, I would say coming off the seat conference that we had this last weekend, mm-hmm. we had an opportunity in the bus ride home um to share testimonies, to share how the Lord was like really impacting um yeah, our lives during conference. And a couple of them we might hear about one later from Avery when he jumps on with us, but a couple that I had um, it's just like encounters with Christ in confession and with the Eucharist, right? There was one young man that got up on the front of the bus and like, we had to walk up to the front. So there's like 50 people and this is like, I'm terrified. What do I do? And he just talked about how an adoration on Saturday night, we had like a three hour chunk of adoration and he said, he's like, for the first time, I actually like, Believed in the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. He's like, I've always known it in my head, but it's never been in my heart. And he's like, I could not take my eyes off of him for like three hours. Radically encountered with the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. Like, that's profound. Um, And then there was one gal who shared her experience in confession, where she was in the confessional, she was having confession with this priest, right? And she could tangibly feel like, The love of Jesus Christ coming down and flowing through the priest into her own heart to the point she was overwhelmed in tears, (laughs) you know, and like those encounters right there of things that we often take for granted. Right. It's like, oh, I go to confession once a week, once every other week, (laughs) maybe for some people it's once a year because they're terrified, you know. Um, But yeah, those were a couple encounters that we we had on the bus that people shared, which is so beautiful. Um, and on mission in general, right? Like a lot of encounters over the years of prayer teams, right? Prayer teams on conferences, being able to sit down and intercede with someone and them just to like pour their hearts out and to invite Jesus in to heal. Um, been plenty of moments like that, which is really beautiful, really beautiful. And I'd say just the opportunity to walk through hard like conversations for me and my team and everything like that, right? There's a team of four other missionaries here we spend a lot of time together and we're on mission together and we all have very strong personalities so we'll butt heads but there's the opportunity to like really love when it's hard and that's so fruitful to like mm. compose yourself ask for Christ's heart and to engage into a conversation to listen with the heart of Christ and to respond with the heart of Christ that I just don't see any other job where you fully have that opportunity, right? Like you can with other right. jobs, but when you're all on the same level, striving for Christ's heart, that's like, that's huge. That's, huge. <laughs>
2: that's pretty big stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just jump right in and give it mm.
1: your all. Mm. Amen.
2: Okay. So just kind of, we, we continue talking to yeah. about focus for a while. Yeah. Um, but I think so that stuff we can touch on on some of the upcoming yep. interviews. But I wanted to ask, what are your hopes for being on Real Presence Live mm. once a month? Yeah. And like, what would you like to share to the listeners about young adults?
1: Yeah. My hope, first and foremost, is to allow students a chance, students and the missionaries, a chance to yeah, express the impact that Christ is having in their lives um, on the college campus one you know you jump on live radio it can be kind of terrifying at first you know <laughs> oh, yeah. and i don't know if that terrifying <laughs> oh, feeling yes. ever goes away but to give them that opportunity and then also forever is listening right to hear mm-hmm. that there is hope on the college campus mm-hmm. like to offer a lot of hope there because a lot of people that might be listening right now you know they have their 9 to 5 8 to 4 7 to 3:30 job that they're going to they have that rhythm of life that maybe they're able to make it to the mass but they don't see what's going on on the college campus, which is like arguably one of the biggest battlegrounds of faith, Mm. right? Like 80% of students that are going into college and in their 20s and stuff leave the faith, leave Mm. practicing the faith, you know, and that can feel very overwhelmingly like pessimistic and dreary. So to be able to offer people that reality of no, actually the Holy Spirit is moving on the college campus. And the Holy Spirit has been moving and the Holy Spirit will continue to move on the college campus despite what the atmosphere of the culture is right because Jesus is not thwarted by the culture like mm-hmm. Jesus is not held inside of this box like he's the one that's going to heal he's the one that is going to sanctify the college campus um, and to allow people to know like one it's happening it's not just a myth or a fairy tale that you hear about outside you know to let them hear the voices of the students um yeah and at the same time um, I would say just help college students get more involved. Try to let them know, like, hey, it's okay to listen to the radio. You know, like, <laughs> listen to the stuff coming out of the Newman Center. Um, yeah. yeah, to reach a different demographic, too, to mm. give, that, give that a chance would be cool.
2: That really excites yeah. me. That really excites me. So, for people listening, like, well, okay, two yep. questions, two yep. parts to this question. Um, how can people get involved with focus? Like, mm. what are the different ways? But then also... Um, what are ways outside of focus to evangelize using kind of the same model?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Ways to get involved with focus, um... There are a lot of students at the Newman Center that are involved with FOCUS, so finding someone who's involved. Um, Reaching out to one of us missionaries, we have contact information on Pius XII's Newman Center, also on FOCUS.org. If you go and search a campus, you can find the missionary that's there. Just reaching out to someone. If you want to get involved, let us know, right? We try to reach as many people as possible, um, but we're not perfect. We are human and we can't hit every single person. So if someone's interested, they want to get in a Bible study, they want to learn more about discipleship, or they just want to sit down and have coffee and talk about something going on in life, get a, get in contact with one of the missionaries. Get their contact information and, yeah, just talk to us. We, uh, we love it. We love to talk. Um, and then there are resources that Focus has on focusequip.org um, that are available to everybody. They have Bible studies that are already set up. They have discipleship articles that walk you through like what we're doing here, good articles to pray through, to read, um, and to take out into action onto campus. And there's another, like a couple different blogs that go on on org as well. So those resources are there. They're tools to learn on how to do evangelization. Um, and with that being said... If people aren't on a focus campus and they want to get involved, just jump online and find a missionary's number and just reach out to them and say, hey, like, I know I'm not on your campus. I might be a thousand miles away, but I wanted to know if you could give me some resources. You know, I think missionaries would be like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? Like, this is so amazing. Um, Yeah,
2: that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And how can people like support you guys? Like what?
1: Yeah, people can support us in prayer first and foremost um like we need your prayers every focus campus needs prayers That's how we're going to do what we're doing, right? We need to be fed by the Spirit, and the more people praying for us, the better. So, like, offer up a quick Hail Mary after this if you can, you know, like, do something in that regard. Financially, if people ever want to support, they can find missionaries on focusoncampus.org. They can find a campus and, like, donate directly to a campus. And also just reaching out to a missionary and seeing what needs are. We always have students that are fundraising for mission trips, fundraising for SEEK us missionaries ourselves are fundraising so we can take people out to coffee, out to eat, and different stuff like that. So get in contact, jump online. Um, They can reach out to us here at the Newman Center. We can direct them to where they would want to support. I know we have multiple campuses in the Dakotas. I guaranteed if someone just reached out to one of the campuses and one of the missionaries at the campus, they would be floored by like, somebody's reaching out to me asking how they can support. That's crazy, you know? (laughs) Um, So there are ways there. and, And mainly it's just like, If someone does have that poll to donate or to know, just like jump online and find the cap or the campus that they're talking about. And if they want to chat with the missionary, see what's going on, if they want to get more involved and understand what's going on on campus, there is that avenue to get involved and to support in many ways.
2: Awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing. Absolutely. I'm super excited for this show and well, the show today, but also every month to hear what the Lord is doing on these college campuses. Yeah. So We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking with Avery Starr and his experience as a student at one of these college campuses. Mm. So stay tuned.
0: Absolutely. Thank you very much. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.